Welcome to the Lifehouse Church Podcast. More information about Lifehouse and our senior pastors, Richard and Helen Kabakian, can be found at lifehouse.com.au. We hope you enjoy the following message. Today, we're starting fresh fire, which I'm excited to be preaching the first message um, and really believing that the Holy Spirit, God is going to do something significant in my life, in your life, in the cameraman's life. Uh, God is going to do something incredible today as we just open up and allow Him to do uh, to do what only He can do, which is so powerful. So um, I would just love to take us to, to God's Word. And um, I don't know if it's any surprise to anybody, but we're going to go to the book of Acts. We're talking about the presence of God, fresh fire, and I'm excited to take us to the book of Acts. I'm going to read uh, Acts chapter 1, starting in verse 4. It says this, And being assembled together with them, this is Jesus, He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. For the promise of the Father, which He said, You have heard from Me, for truly John baptised with water, but you shall be baptised with the Holy Spirit not too many days from now. Amazing. Holy Spirit's coming. Going to fill us with power. Verse 8 goes on to say this, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to Me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, he even throws in broad meadows. And then he says, to the end of the earth, you'll be filled. And I love this because this is right here. Jesus saying, stay, wait, stop. Don't do anything until the Holy Spirit has come and filled you with power. Until He's filled you with fire. Until the presence of God has come down from heaven and filled your life. I love this. This is one of the few times Jesus says, stop, wait, don't go. God is gonna come and fill your life with power and then you'll be able to go. This was Jesus' last words. This was His last words before He went to heaven to sit at the right hand of God. He said, wait for the promise of the Father, which is the power of the Holy Spirit. And the truth is Jesus hasn't been back since. And so these are His his last words. And He's obviously in heaven speaking to us and and He's alive and, and doing great. But His last words on earth was, wait until you are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'm gonna take note. I'm gonna take notice of what Jesus has said here. But His disciples decide that maybe we won't just wait. Maybe we won't just stop here. We've got a great idea. We should actually, uh, uh, before the Holy Spirit's come and filled us with power, we actually wanna name a 12th disciple because Judas obviously isn't with us anymore. He's been made redundant or something along those lines. And so we should name the 12th disciple. And so Jesus has just said, wait, don't do anything until you're filled with power. But the disciples, in, in, in a good meaning spirit, there was nothing untoward about it. They just wanted to name the 12th disciple. And so Acts 1.24 says this, and they prayed and said, you are Lord who know the hearts of all, show us, which one of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from Judas, who by transgression fell, that you might go uh, to his own place. And they cast their lots and the lot fell on Matthias and he was numbered with the 11 apostles. In other words, this is a moment where they just roll the dice. They just have a crack at, at who to decide through casting lots. And I wanna encourage you, don't just roll the dice in your life, as you chase your dreams, as you make decisions, wait until you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit because God will guide you. 
He'll direct you. He will shape your life. And so the disciples here, I'm sure well-meaning, just wanted to get the ball going. But Jesus said Himself, just wait until you're filled with power and then I'll guide you. I'll show you. I'll help you. I'll be with you. And I'm sure Matisse was a great guy, but we don't hear another word about him in the Bible. And I don't know if he was the right one or not the right one. A lot of us suspect that the Apostle Paul was the one that God wanted to fill, take to take you to spot. But I'll tell you what, I wanna encourage us today as we start this fresh fire series, we need to wait for the power and the presence of God because He will guide us. I wanna talk to you a little bit about a thing called a phone. And I'm sure everybody has one, whether it's an iPhone or a Samsung or whatever brands are out there now, but you wouldn't dream of leaving the house without the power at 100%. I know for a fact you've got a phone charger on your bedside table. I know you've got a phone charger in your car. You've got a phone charger at your home office. You've got a phone charger in your office at work. Some people even have a phone charger on the kitchen counter, at the side of the couch. Uh, Tim Garisto even has a charger right near the toilet just in case he needs to fill up with power as he goes forward. But I, I would challenge you that you wouldn't even think about leaving home without your iPhone full of power. Yet when it comes to our lives, when it comes to our calling, when it comes to our dreams, the power and presence of God in our lives comes secondary to a charged iPhone. And the iPhone's great, it helps us get by. But I tell you what, the power and the presence of God is so much more important, so much more real, so much thicker and important and significant to our lives, yet it's treated as, as something second, less significant to a charged iPhone. And so as you go along the day, you top up your iPhone in the car. When you get to work, you plug it in, you top it up with power. And we are going through this day after day, 365 days a year, where our phones, we're just filling it up with power because it's important. I wanna encourage you, far more important than having a charged iPhone is your life. I don't know if anybody's told you this lately, but you're significant. You've been designed on purpose. God has a plan. There are things that God has for you, but you're gonna need the power and the presence of God in your life to actually achieve them. There's this thing on the iPhone, it comes up all the time, it's called low power mode. When your phone hits 20%, it comes up with this option. The iPhone's even reminding us, hey, you're running low on power. And I would encourage us that God is often saying, hey, you're running low on power. You're trying to do this or do that or go here or overcome this or break that chain or climb that mountain, yet you're running on low power mode. And what I wanna encourage us here today is just to fill up on the power and the presence of God, more so than, than how you treat your iPhone. Fill up in the power and the presence of God. I'm, I'm, um, I'm excited to preach this because too many of us are running around on low power mode. I feel like day after day, we just can't get above that 20%. And I know it's not as literal as that, the presence of God, but we're just running low on power. We're feeling distant from God. We're feeling like we're struggling and battling when God is saying, hey, before you leave home, just wait, I'll fill you with my presence. I'll fill you with my power so you can do everything you wanna do, everything you're dreaming for. Every rough sea you go through or challenge or triumph, it's okay because I've filled you with my presence. You're at 100%, you're at 80%. And when you're starting to feel dry, feel like you need a fresh infilling, I'm here to recharge you, to fill you with my presence. Same as with our iPhone, God wants to fill you at 100% get your life's green bar 
just, just fall to the brim so that you can achieve everything that God has set you out to do. Come on, I need you to say amen wherever you are. Whatever you're doing, just shout it out. Say something. We're not gonna live a life on low power mode. We're gonna live a life 100% filled up with the power of God. But the truth is that you have to pursue it. We have to pursue power. Let me read a scripture to you. Because the truth is you can live a Christian life without the power of the Holy Spirit. You can be saved, set free, washed in the blood of Jesus, but not live in the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me read this scripture to you. Acts chapter 8, verse 14, it says this. Now, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that some area had received the Word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet He had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptised in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, if this was a live sermon today, we would be, be laying hands on everybody here today and just saying, Holy Spirit, fill us with power. And I know we're in a social distancing era, but man, the laying on of hands, the filling of the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, I'm, I'm laying hands on someone today. The cameraman, I'm just laying hands on you later because I just have to. I'm just pumped just to be talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. But it's funny what the Word says here. It says that they had received the Word of God. In other words, they'd given their heart to Jesus. They'd been saved, they'd been baptised, but they hadn't received the power of the Holy Spirit. Because what comes first is salvation. Then what comes second is an infilling. Like Jesus said at the very start, wait until you are filled with the Holy Spirit. The disciples were saved. They'd seen Jesus die, He'd risen again, but they still needed the infilling of the Holy Spirit. These people, Peter and John, had heard they'd been saved. They'd been set free. They're going to heaven. God loves them. Hey, but there's something more, the infilling, that the power of the Holy Spirit. So they came, they laid hands, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and God just did amazing things. I'm so sorry, I'm getting excited. I mean, this is just just freeing news. It's just, just, God just wants to fill you with His power and His presence, but we gotta go after it. We gotta pursue the power of God because I'm here to tell you that you can live a Christian life without the presence and the power of Jesus, without the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. And as I read my Scripture and as I open up, I just see how God just wants to fill us with His Holy Spirit. God just wants to fill us with His power. It's not enough just to be saved and set free. We thank Jesus for that and we're so grateful for that and we need that. But He wants to go another step and fill us with His power. And I tell you what, those that live continually and consistently filled up with the power of the Holy Spirit, with the fire of God, they love spending time in His, in His presence. They, they, they don't leave until heaven has hit their heart, until the Holy Spirit's come and just filled them up. They're not happy just to step outside and just go, go about casting lots, rolling the dice, seeing what God does today. No, they say, God, I'm not moving. I'm not going. I'm not I'm making decisions or, or this, that or the other until you have filled me with your presence, until your fire has come into my life and filled me to the brim. I'm gonna make sure that I'm fully charged, ready to go, filled with the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, God just does incredible things. Life power over phone power. 
Make a decision. What's more important to you? If you're honestly saying, I need my phone more than I need the power of God, you need to have a readjustment today. You need to hear from heaven today because God has something significant for you. God has something great for you and it's only gonna be achieved by His power and His presence. I see people trying to chase their dreams, trying to overcome addictions, trying to break chains, trying to climb mountains, trying to restore relationships, but they're doing it all without the power, the infilling, the fire, the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I can tell you this, you're not gonna get far. But the good news is when you ask God to fill you and when you recharge and you get that fresh fire in you every single day, man, the relationships are restored. The addictions can be broken. The things that you've been struggling with, the fear, the anxiety, the darkness that's come starts to lift as the power and the presence of God comes into your life. What about just making good decisions? You need the power of the Holy Spirit. What about parenting with wisdom beyond your years? What about for your business and your career, making decisions for that with the the anointing of the Holy Spirit? What about just hearing God's voice? I know in my life, when I'm fired up, when I'm filled, when I've been spending time in the presence of God, I just hear God's voice clearly. Making decisions better. Time and time through Scripture, we see that the Holy Spirit is speaking to the disciples, speaking into people's lives. And God's just doing amazing, amazing things. But we just need to pursue the power of God. We need to pursue it with everything we've got. There have been times where I've ran dry and I've needed a fresh fire. I've needed a fresh infilling. I haven't been on top of the world and I feel like I've slumped back and all I've got to do is come into His presence and God will fill you. There's been so many times where I've had to even um, preparing messages or living life or overcoming things and, and breaking chains and I've just felt like I can't do it. What do I do? I head into the throne room and whether it's 10 minutes or an hour, I just spend time in the presence of God because that's where He's just saying, wait, don't leave, don't move. Let me fill you with my presence. Let me fill you with my power. And so it's all right if you're feeling dry. We've all been there. There were times in the Bible where the disciples had to come and retreat and pray and say, God, fill us with your presence. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit came and filled them and they were able to go back out again and overcome and preach and whatever else God had for them. It's okay if you're not feeling fresh, if you're feeling dry, if you're feeling empty. Maybe you're even feeling distant from God, just getting His presence because He wants to fill you with His power. Fill you with a fresh fire in Jesus' Name. And this Scripture is, is all I need. Jesus Himself was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. One of my goals in life is to be more and more like Jesus every single day. And I'm gonna read a scripture to you where it shows us that Jesus Himself was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus, if you're gonna be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, I wanna be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 10 says this. It says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. This is so great. And we are witnesses of all these things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. This Bible verse starts with Jesus being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, then dying on a cross. Two verses, 
filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, dying on the cross. But Jesus needed the power of the Holy Spirit to fulfill His calling. And His destiny was to die on a cross for you and me so that we could be saved, so that we could be free of our sin. He paid the price. He died on a cross so you wouldn't have to pay for it, so that I wouldn't have to pay for it. So when we, all we need to do is accept Jesus as our Saviour. He's already paid the price. But it says right here that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power so that He could fulfil His destiny. And I love that. And I'm pursuing Jesus. But Jesus pursued power. So I'm making a decision today and I want you to join with me to pursue power in the Name of Jesus. There are a couple main things I wanna focus on right now. Why you need the power. Why we need the power. What does this power do? Where, where, how does the Holy Spirit help us? I just wanna make it crystal clear why you need the power because I'm, I'm confident you're gonna pursue it. I'm confident you're gonna go after it. I'm confident you're gonna wanna recharge every single day, just like your iPhone is full of power when you step outside the door. The same with your life and your soul. Let me read Acts chapter 1, verse 8. It says this. I read it at the start, I'm gonna read it again. It says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Two things in this scripture I wanna focus on. He says, uh, The Holy Spirit comes upon you. The first reason, main reason why you need to be filled with power is so that you can be whole. I'm gonna tell you this, the Holy Spirit comes into your life, not firstly so you can go and do something, so you can go and achieve something, not firstly so you can go and help someone else, firstly comes into your life so you can be made whole. That God can do a work inside your life and the Spirit that lives within you can um, grow something inside to the out. Let me read you this, Acts chapter 9, verse 31. It says, I'm walking with the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. God wants to, to, to show you that He is there for you, that He wants to comfort you, that He wants to surround you, that He wants to protect you. And how's He gonna do it? Through the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit's power is within us, we feel, we sense, we know that God is comforting us. God is for us and not against us, that God is with us. And so there'll be times where you feel like you're, you're distant from God and you're not feeling comforted by Him. The way we flip that around is just by asking God to fill you with His Spirit. Because it says right here, walking in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. What about Romans 5, chapter 5? It says this, New hope, oh sorry, now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Let's work backwards. Holy Spirit has been given to us in our hearts and He pours out the love of God. How you know, constantly every day when the enemy's trying to distract you and feelings come that God doesn't love you, how are you gonna know that, that the love of God? Why? The Holy Spirit who's within you is just gonna show you that God's pouring out His love upon you. And so before you're filled with power to do anything, God just wants you to be filled with power so you, he, so you know that He loves you. So you know that He's there to comfort you. So you know that He is with you inside your spirit. That's so, so important that you know that God loves you. Romans 15 verse 13. May God, the source of hope, fill you with joy and fill you with peace through your faith in Him. Then you will overflow with hope by 
the power of the Holy Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, you want joy? You want peace? You want hope? You want you want anxiety to subside? You want depression to disappear? Would you rather be filled with joy and peace and hope? It says it right here, by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why God said to His disciples, just wait there until you're filled. Because you're gonna go into this world preaching. You're gonna go into this world and things are gonna come at you. And there are the enemy's gonna pursue you and there are things that aren't gonna go right. But if you're filled with my presence, you'll have peace. If you're filled with my power, joy will rise up. Hope will rise up. The love and comfort of your Father in heaven will be so real to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. And you can be saved and set free, but God wants to fill you with His presence so that you know that He's with you every step of the way. There are so many Scriptures, but I've kept it to a few. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Now where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. In other words, there's freedom. But, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of God. In other words, it's the Spirit of God within us that transforms us, makes us more like Jesus every day, allows patience to rise up, allows kindness to overflow. We've been transformed, how? By the power of the Holy Spirit that's within us. Galatians talks about the fruit of the Spirit. Fruit grows from a seed planted. The seed that we plant inside our lives is the Holy Spirit within us. The power of the Holy Spirit and then the fruit of the Spirit, peace, patience, joy. All these things come out of our life all because we're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. If I haven't convinced you yet that the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus wants you filled with it just for you, so you can be made whole, so you can be made right. And when you hit low power mode, you start to feel different. You start to feel distant from God. That's, that's God saying, you need to just fill up with my presence because with it comes hope. With it comes the peace. With it comes the joy of who I am and what I do. Honestly, when I pray for people, whether I'm praying for them, from them for them from afar or where we're at an altar call here or they come with needs and requests and I always just, I pray for that, but I always say, God, just fill them with your Holy Spirit. Fill them with power because I know if you are within them, if you're there with them, whatever it is, God, you're gonna work it through. If, if they need prayer for anxiety, fill them with your Spirit because with your Spirit comes peace. If they're lacking confidence or clarity, fill them with your Spirit because when your Spirit's there, hope, joy, the love of God's poured out into people's lives. So I'm a, I'm a one-trick pony, guys. If you want elaborate prayers from me, I'm the wrong guy to ask. Why? I just say, God, you need to fill them with your Spirit right now. Lay hands, fill people with your Spirit. God, I pray for myself, fill me with your Spirit so that I can move forward in life. Come on, this is powerful stuff. The second thing though, we don't just wait. We don't just be filled for ourselves, but Jesus needs us. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says to be a witness. In other words, to go and tell people what you've seen. You've seen that Jesus died on the cross and that He rose again, and that He wants to fill you with His Spirit. He wants to bring peace. He wants to bring joy. He wants to bring a purpose into your life. So God's gonna make you whole, but then His Spirit, His power within you is gonna get you moving. It's gonna get you on the go. Matthew 28, Jesus said to His disciples, go into all the world and make disciples. Soon after He said, but wait until you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, because you're not gonna be able to be a witness 
until you've been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 13, verse two. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. In other words, to their calling, to their purpose, to the things that I'm asking them to do. Then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, there it is again. Someone's gonna lay hands on somebody today. Then laying hands on them, they sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit. I'm here to tell you, you got a purpose. God has a calling on your life. He has a plan. He has a mission. I know you've got dreams in your heart that God has given to you. I tell you what, I hate to, to seem down and out, but you are not gonna achieve them unless you're filled with His power. Because right here in Acts 13, they've got a mission. It says, which, sorry, work to which I have called you. The Holy Spirit called Saul and Barnabas to do, to achieve, to, to build the, the church and then being sent out in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's gonna speak to you about your calling. He's gonna show you where to go, show you what to do. He's gonna guide you. And so I wanna achieve everything God has to me. I'm gonna pursue power because I cannot do what God has called me to without His power. How unfair of God to, to send me out without, his, without Him. And so I'm praying, God, thank You that You've called me. Thank You that You've filled me. But hey, please go out before me. And so whatever dreams you have, whatever things you're trying to overcome, whatever obstacles or mountains you're climbing, man, when you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, God just does incredible things. I remember Nick Sava sharing a story where he was in another state and he was flying home. He was in a taxi on the way to the airport, but he saw a man on the side of the road that needed healing. His back was deformed and he needed a miracle. And so he stopped the cab driver, middle of the lights. And he said, I've got to go pray for this guy. Keep the meter running. It cost him. <laughs> and he went and prayed for this man and, and he told him about Jesus. And the, guy, the man gave his heart to Jesus and his back was healed. And what an incredible story. And then he got back in the taxi and the taxi driver was just like, what happened? I saw that man's back get healed. And then Nick told him about Jesus led Him to the Lord. I tell you, you can't do that kind of stuff without the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. What a, to a story to tell the kids, tell the grandkids. What, a, what, what do you think heaven was doing? Just looking down and saying, man, that is unbelievable. A man's been healed. Two men have been saved and set free because one man was sent out filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to be a witness on behalf of Jesus. I remember an altar call at church one time. A young girl came up in a moon boot, broken ankle, swelling all over her boot. And a few of us got around and I laid hands on her ankle and I said, in the name of Jesus, we just prayed for healing. And you know what I prayed? Again, I'm a one trick wonder, <laughs> one trick pony. Father, fill her with your Holy Spirit and heal her ankle. Moon boot came off, no more bruising. She was able to, to run up and down the auditorium. She was literally able to walk out. That's what being a witness looks like. That's what being filled with the Holy Spirit looks like. And it might not be as radical as praying for someone. It might just be, hey, talking to a coworker, telling them about what you did on the weekend. It takes courage to do that. But I tell you what, when you leave home at 100%, you leave home filled with the power and the presence of God, it just allows you to have so much more confidence and boldness. Acts 16, verse six. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia, wherever that place is, you pronounce it, have a crack. And the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the Word in Asia. When you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, He's gonna tell you not to do that. He's gonna tell you not to do that business transaction. 
not to do that university course. He's going to tell you not to meet that person or hang out with that crowd. He's going to tell you not to do. In other words, He's going to guide you. He's going to lead you into the things that that He knows are going to be good and prosperous. He's going to hold you back from the things that are going to cause you harm, cause you to slow down, take away your freedom. And so here He's forbidding these, these men to preach. But everyday life, He's just going to guide you. He's going to speak to you. But I tell you what, it's so much easier, clearer to hear the voice of God when you're filled with His presence, when you've spent time with Him, when you're hearing His voice every single day. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I love this one. It's for me. It's for us preachers. It says, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but they were in demonstration of the Spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Every time I get up to preach, every time I prepare, I'm saying, God, as we preach, I pray people's faith isn't just in me as a preacher, but it's in your presence and your power because that's the only thing that can change people's lives. The only thing that can change people's lives is the blood of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. And so for me, that is one that I just love you. And so you know what? You tell me your calling. Tell me what you're called to do and I'll tell you if you need the power and the presence of God. And the truth is, if you don't need the power and the presence of God to achieve it, it's not what God has for you. You need to go back to God and say, God, what do you got for me? What's my calling? What am I here to do? Because I want your presence. God, I want your power, fulfill me. If you tell me what you're called to do, I'll tell you, you're gonna need the power and the presence of God if it's from heaven. If it's what God has for you, you're gonna need His power. So don't leave a single day without the power and presence of God. Let me finish with this scripture. It says this. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And I'm going to finish there. I could preach for four days on this topic, but I'm going to finish there because here's a scripture saying, hey, you being evil, in other words, you not being as good as God, hope you're not offended by that. You're not as good as God. He's incredible. He's amazing. He's just so good. You being human, know how to raise your kids and be amazing parents and be great friends and be kind to one another. You know how to do all that. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And I'm, I'm so excited to finish on this because it's not, you have to earn the power. You have to be good enough. You have to have tithed properly. You have to have spent four days in prayer. You have to have had a degree. You have to have had eloquent prayer language. You have to have had not much. All you have to do, it says, is ask and God will give it to you. 
and God will give you the, the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, wait until the promise of the Father comes. And so that's our job. That's all we have to do is just ask God for the power of the Holy Spirit and He will fill you. He will come inside your life. And right now, this is where I open the altar and the worship team begins to play and the presence of God is, is filling this place and people are coming forward and we're laying hands and we're asking God to fill us and God is moving. And we're gonna get back to that. But right now, I would just say, even if it's not right now, when you've got some time to yourself, just go into a, 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 your room. Find some time and just say, God, thank You that You saved me. Thank You that You're in my life, but I want You to fill me with Your presence and fill me with Your power. But don't stop there. Every day, every moment you get, ask God to fill you. A fresh fire, a fresh wind, a fresh outpouring of His Holy Spirit. Just like in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit came and filled them and they were able to achieve everything that God had called them to. They were able to just become whole and the things that were, were holding them back, the, the anxiety, the fear, the pain, as the Holy Spirit just rises up inside of you, as you just refill and recharge, God is able to just do absolutely incredible things. But you don't have to earn it. You don't have to strive it. You just have to pursue it. Just pursue God and say, God, fill me with your presence. Hi, I'm Richard Gabakian, pastor of Lifehouse Church. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to this message and I hope and pray that you feel that it's added value to your life. My greatest desire is to see people develop a personal relationship with Jesus, which can begin by praying a very simple prayer. I'm going to pray that prayer right now and if you'd like to begin that relationship, you can just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you in my life. I choose you as my only hope of being forgiven. Please come into my life and let me begin a relationship with you that will last for all eternity. If you've prayed that prayer, we would love to know about it and celebrate your fantastic decision. You can do that by sending an email to mydecision at lifehouse.com.au. We look forward to hearing from you.